0: Everybody. Welcome to WD Carousel of Podcast. My name's Crystal. And I'm Ian. And today we are going to be doing another resort overview. Yes. I believe we are getting into the moderates at this point in time. We are.
1: After a lot of... I mean, we. I mean, granted, we started this series a while back, but... Quite we a are while. now finally, pre-pandemic, quite a while. if
0: I remember correctly, because I, I think, think you right. and I were talking about um, the contemporary in your old recording area before you even had your house. Oh, man. Wow. OK, so
1: this is <laughs> this has been going on for a while. Um, yeah. So, you know, and after all that time we'd been going through all of Disney's kind of flagship uh, deluxe resorts, and it is finally time to look into the, the another class of resorts, which is which is their moderates. Yeah. Um now if you're this not one familiar, let's, we're yeah, we're kind of for.
0: we're kind of um straddling the line here between a deluxe and a moderate resort. This is yes. one of those resorts that started out as the typical moderate, but recently they just had an expansion which mm-hmm. kind of took it over the edge. So yeah. we're talking about Disney's Coronado Springs.
1: Yes. Uh which you know, kind of came out with like a kind of round of, of resorts for them, of moderate resorts. It opened in on August 1st of 1997, and they kind of went for a colonial and ancient Mexico kind of blend. So you'll see kind of a, a mixture of Spanish colonial style mixed in with like ancient mayan ruins kind of vibe that you'll see a lot so neat it's so it's it's like even when it was in its old school style like it was i've i always wanted to go because i was always like this is fascinating um but there were reasons that my family didn't go uh but we can talk about those later Mm -hmm. but uh it also it opened with 1370 rooms i kind of pulled that number out of my butt because I always had to do some calculations, but that's that, uh, roughly okay. 70 rooms.
0: Yeah. Since the expansion, yeah, they're only the ex- kind of advertising the whole number now.
1: Right, right. So it's, it currently has a 1,915 rooms, which is quite a few rooms. Uh, and this is the very first time that Disney uh, has put together a moderate resort with a convention center, which is pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, most of the other ones are located in deluxe resorts, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Like I know the contemporary
0: is one
1: and I think Grand Floridian has one. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: know about Grand. I know Grand has the wedding pavilion. Anyways, I I know that there's plenty of others located on property, but um, because of the convention center, it has amenities and activities that you don't normally see in other moderate resorts. So, like I said, it's kind of straddling the two levels
1: Yeah, we'll definitely get into some more of that stuff. But yeah, it's definitely a very interesting complex. Uh, So that kind of brings us to 2017, uh, which is when uh, they announced their big expansion to the resort, uh, which uh, includes, uh, in in addition to a bunch of other stuff, it includes a 15-story tower called uh, Grandestino. Which I did not know what it was what it was named after for a long time until I found out that it's named after uh, the Salvador Dali's and Walt Disney short film collaboration Destino, which I had no idea existed um, until this point. Like I had no idea. Um, So I in my notes, yeah, like it's so crazy. Like I could I could kind of see that in like a weird way. Um, because I think Silver Dali was just such a fascinating character that I feel like a lot of creatives were just kind of like wanting to just kind of take in like his bizarre energy.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you have two eccentrics, together they can create something really interesting now it's not something that you're normally going to have associated with disney content but i do believe that the short is available on disney plus so if you want to take a gander you can definitely look up the inspiration for it and that expansion was pretty much only that one tower the rest of the property got room updates and the other big thing that happened at that time was the check-in area moved from the old um coronado springs entrance where you're going to find half of the food stuff and right. it is officially moved over to the grandestino tower so
1: you you, you check in, in that lobby for everything mm-hmm. okay so they didn't they didn't expand any like the food stuff that didn't happen at well, that point Well, I mean in time? they
0: they expanded through the, oh, uh, through the tower. tower. It's in there. Sure,
1: sure, but the we'll property itself shortly, hasn't changed beyond that. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean this okay. this this place is ridiculous. First it off is. the um the old quote unquote rooms are Yeah beautiful i believe that they are two stories so you're not going to have any elevators um, to be able to sure because disney only puts uh elevators in buildings that have at least three stories so ada people make sure that you ask for the first floor if you have um limited mobility issues but or or ask for the grandestino tower and when you log into your um walt disney world website and or my disney experience app you can definitely see a difference between the older um coronado yeah. springs rooms and then the tower rooms which they talk about and yeah uh, the tower actually added like 545 rooms and 50 suites uh, to the uh, <laughs> footprint that is coronado
1: yes um, so I guess we might as well, because I was shocked at the amount of dining in this <laughs> place uh, yesterday I or this morning, whatever, whatever, whenever it was, I can't remember anymore. We were, we were just, we were just chatting and I was like, I think that there's as many dining options as there are rooms. Cause it just felt like just Pretty way much. more than I had seen, especially in a moderate level resort. You just don't Definitely see that, that, often for that. this many. Yeah. yeah um so to start with there is the and there this is in no particular order it was just the way that i was able to pull them um the very first one we've got is three bridges bar and grill at um uh, villa uh, del De lago
0: yep villa which lago.
1: is the the uh, lakeside table s- uh, service dining so it's, it's like it's, in a building
0: it's it's actually not lakeside it, it, isn't, isn't it on an like island a- a platform in the middle yeah. of the lake. I'm so uh, what's what's unique about this property is that Coronado Springs actually surrounds its own lake where yeah. other properties might be on water and then there might be another one adjacent to it. Like think yeah. Riviera and uh, Caribbean Beach yeah. or, you know, any of those guys. This one literally encompasses its own lake. And so what they did is they created this walking path out into the middle of the lake. There's a couple bridges, three bridges, um, Ah. (laughs) that you can take to get to this one building in the middle of the lake, (laughs) which is the Three Bridges Bar and Grill at Villa de Lago. Now, that being said, it's not really a place for... Deep dining, so you're not going to have full like extensive meals there. It's primarily just a uh, uh, bar and grill, which I guess is in the name, but yeah. <laughs> mostly just think um, alcohol, apps, burgers, simple food, which makes so sense because of, it's on yeah. water. So on getting water, it there sure. is not going to be as easy for transport.
1: Sure, so if you get it out, get it out there, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay um Super and good then food, is it good?
0: Mhm.
1: Okay. Um and then there is Rick's Sport Bar and Rick's is R I X which I don't really know exactly why. <laughs> uh and that is a table service sports bar. It's a table service sports bar. I have no okay. other notes. I don't so know. this
0: place um anecdote it used to be horrible. But really? I've heard that it has gotten better. Recently, I can't confirm, haven't eaten there. Yeah. But pre, like right before COVID happened, when everything was, you know, still up full, you know, they were like, okay, well, we're not really getting that many um, people stopping by anymore. So maybe we need to do a reevaluation. And they did. And I've heard good things now. Like I said, I haven't been there, so I can't confirm. But before, I would stay away from that as far as possible, especially considering the amount of other options that you have at this resort. Right.
1: Well, so was it just that the food was unimaginative? It was badly... It was a bad menu? Like, what was the...
0: It was was bland. It was boring. It was unimaginative. They're like... They... For a sports bar, yeah, you're expecting burgers and wings and... Chicken sandwiches and stuff, but you know, there's it was it was meh, it was yeah. really meh. Okay. So not anything not, to go for, not worth
1: it. I all I remember is they said it had like one like a bunch of TVs. It was it was a yes. large number of TVs, I'm like sports okay, cool. bar, yes, sports, yeah. Sports. So that is that is what it is.
0: <laughs> if you wanted to watch any sports games and didn't want to go to the boardwalk, you could definitely do this. Do
1: that, yeah, exactly. So that's about it yeah yeah all right so our next one is the dahlia lounge which is um so this one is now in the tower
0: mm-hmm. it is right uh, across then, from yeah. the other one. Okay, oh, right across toledo. from toledo from toledo got it got it yep so uh so okay i was just gonna say dahlia is a lounge
1: yes it's a lounge Um, And it's got very Spanish cuisine uh, and also is really cool because it's got that uh, Dolly surrealism look in it. Yeah. Which is really cool. This one and is like definitely yeah.
0: more bar lounge esque. So you're not going to have a reservation for it. It's first come, first okay. serve. But it definitely is where you see the Dolly theming very heavy. They right, really right. like they take screenshots of the short and they have them on the walls. Um, it does have okay. an outdoor. Um, seating area so if you wanted to do an overlook while you're having your beverage you definitely can i would use this more as a place to get a drink while you're waiting for your reservation for toledo got it kind of built it that way (laughs) yep Exactly. Now, the difference between this, I'm just going to jump the line a little bit and head over to Toledo, is Dahlia Lounge, you only have the one side of the tower to look at. But Mm. Toledo, you actually can see both sides. And Mm. one of the, in in my facts, you will see that at the bottom of the list, uh, one of my favorite things about Toledo, not only is the food, but when fireworks are going, you can actually see all four parks fireworks from there. Jeez! so like one tall? side has it's that tall and it's just floor-to-ceiling glass windows oh so oh, um, yeah. one side you can see a couple parks the other side and and kind of at an angle you can see like see. magic kingdom all the way over here Go but over um sure. <laughs> you can't really it's not like all on one panoramic but right it's are right. standing gorgeous, in the middle it's the, it's the only place where you can see them all and it's wow. like a full glass like even glass stained glass ceiling glass yeah. sort of um restaurant and they have amazing steak seafood tapas they're known for their tapas which are small plates um yeah. don't be don't be shocked if you are going to pay you know 10 12 bucks for like two or three small items on a plate that's what tapas are yes but yes. it is gorgeous
1: yeah and again it's got a that avant-garde surrealist 1930s vibe and they they put that that art style throughout the space even like from an architectural level yeah. it's it's all like that so um, beautiful and also not to rain on the parade but it's also not open currently
0: <laughs> and neither is the dahlia lounge at this point in time yeah. they might yeah. let you go upstairs to take a look out the um, right the balcony of the dahlia lounge. uh dahlia lounge is the only one that has the balcony though. the okay. Topolino or toledo does not. topalino's okay. riviera. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. toledo <laughs> just has the glass walls got which it, are right it. at the end so take Nine. that
1: into account. all right, very cool. uh and then we've got the uh barcelona lounge which is yeah. a, a first floor lounge and that has got some espresso drinks which kind of mirrors what we were talking about with the riviera and it's kind of first floor lounge area so you can kind of go down yeah. there and it's got it, it moves over and eventually you get cocktails and wine and beer too but
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the morning so that's, you can... that's in
0: the tower as well yeah. yeah and when you actually enter into the tower you enter into the second floor and so you mm-hmm. actually have to go down this you know curved staircase to be able to get down to the barcelona okay. lounge where they yeah. have a whole bunch of those like flower seats you know where they have like the middle area and then on um, the outside there are the actual cushions so it's yep. like four separate seats smooshed together with the yeah backing being the center the and yeah you yeah. know conversational little areas but yeah they do they do espresso drinks um do some simple breakfast options and then they move into the alcohol for the evening. I don't believe they offer any food during the, uh, afternoon evening hours there though.
1: Okay. Yeah. I I don't remember there being an afternoon evening or an evening. I don't remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. And then we've got the siestas cantina, which is basically the pool bar. The, and the I think that's bar. at
0: the old "quote unquote" yes. property f- pool.
1: Yep, yep. The the main the kind of the flagship pool space, which because Grand also Estino doesn't to. have its own pool. Uh, right, right. Um, so that's again, that's just basic poolside fare. It does have nachos, so that's you know something. I
0: mean, can you really have American Mexican food and not food, have, exactly. have nachos?
1: Right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then there's the, uh, Maya grill, which is the original table service from, uh, the original property, original property Mm -hmm. as it were. Um, so that's, again, that's kind of a steakhouse seafood, Mexican fair kind of situation. And that is also currently unavailable. It is okay. Okay. Is that the, is that the, it's
0: not the worst. It's
1: not the best. It is Okay. Well, it's just kind of crazy because there's so many different choices. It's like, how do you support? Like, it's like, oh, we're the we're the mediocre one, you know? <laughs> it's just sort of like <laughs> we're the one, so one that still has
0: re- dining reservations available, so you feel like you have to go to us. <laughs> right, right. Now, That's I do really think m- that they're also run by the same people that do the Mexico pavilion food. Oh, okay, um, okay. So, I mean, they inside is not as good as the outside restaurant in the epcot mexico pavilion but right you know just i don't know what's I, going to happen yeah. after it reopens from covid to who knows if they're going to do a refresh of the menu
1: right because i know the because i've eaten at the uh the la hacienda the one on the on the outside mm-hmm. mexico pavilion and that was pretty good we had a good experience anyway but um
0: yeah yeah all right and then cafe ricks is attached to ricks and uh so old property uh snacks coffee obviously first floor because there's only one floor there right for yeah exactly um Uh, then (laughs) there the el mercado de coronado okay okay so (laughs) this is this is the quick service in the old property and this um again would have been one that i would have stayed away from completely Mm -hmm. not only just because of the horrible decor that they had for many many years they have updated it so you're no longer having the huge chili peppers um hanging off the ceiling yes you know yes there were like (laughs) there there Part were me- like float level size chili peppers hanging off of the ceiling
1: that reminds me of like the 90s version of uh portoline's french quarter mm-hmm. uh thing but like Which, that had, like a special place in my heart a little bit I it mean was so over the top
0: yeah it makes sense because this was made in 1997 but they right. just updated it 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 it's a quick service it does offer some mexican flair food but for the most part standard quick service sure um there are so many other better options for you
1: (laughs) uh then there is the laguna bar which is kind of it kind of looks like it's just like a little like plaza on the sidewalk where you Mm -hmm. can go up and get you know basically just get your get your alcohol or whatever you need at that point um and yeah and it's got some light light food as well yeah so but, uh, one of the things yeah. that we
0: didn't talk about before, though, was the old property, along with the Mexican feel, really embraced the Three Caballeros. Yes. And that's, I mean, if if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that the Three Caballeros are, are, have like a little special place in our heart. Yeah. Just, just a little one. And so the shopping option at the old property in the same building that used to be the check-in area where Rick's is and where the quick service is and everything um, is Panchito's Gifts and Sundries shop, which which makes me happy. And they actually yeah. have like a little fountain out front with Panchito <laughs> in the little vestibule. And so it just basically has your normal shopping stuff. Nothing sure. really too special there. But, you know, it's... Just that little, that little harken back that makes me happy.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then in, I'm assuming in the tower is La Tienda convenience store, uh, Mm. which is on the second floor or the first floor, do you know?
0: I can't remember off the top of my head, but I do know that they have a store there as well.
1: Okay. It's just another, another place to, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because they're not going to make you, even though they do make you walk for things like the pool from the tower. They're trying to make it as, <laughs> yeah, convenient yeah. as possible. As possible, Hence yeah. The convenience yeah. store. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, and then uh, what? This place we first, the first time we ever really mentioned this resort was during was our the, the pool, pool comparison.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah so the pool uh the pool is called uh the lost city of it's the only pool that has like an actual name too like let's let's, let's, let's be not real not just
0: the creepy clown
1: pool right exactly which No longer it's
0: exists the... but anyway, i know
1: on. i'm not not mad about that i guess um so this they call it the lost city of cibola pool um and it's the thing that really makes it stand out is there's a 50 foot mayan pyramid with water running down it Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because why not and then there's attached to that is also a 123 foot jaguar water slide so, so it's a it's, huge water slide big big boy pool uh it's it's a pretty pretty amazing thing um i remember the first time i saw it when i was pretty young and just like pictures of it when my parents were trying to determine where we were staying they're like what's this place like you know and and i was like i oh my god the pool oh, look at the pool. Look at so the so cool yeah yeah the pool is amazing, but yeah. there are also a couple of other pools um, in their other kind of little. If you don't want to go all the way to like the where the where the main pool is, there's kind of in the air the other kind of resort building areas. Kind of going back, you know, if you've ever the stayed resorts, in a yeah. yeah if you've ever stayed in a, a a moderate or even some value resort kind of feel, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Where it's kind of the. <laughs> the separate they have like three separate
0: areas that i believe they're themed and i believe they have a title but i did not get that information for us yeah i I
1: saw it i saw it on wikipedia i'm like that might be useful and then i just didn't do it because sorry guys it's no 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 effort april i guess um and then so there's those those three smaller pools uh they have no pool bar they have no no they're just a pool
0: yeah they're just Uh, little quiet pools
1: yeah and then there's a gigantic hot tub that can hold like 30 people or something crazy like that yeah
0: it that's next to the the main pool area one of the one of my favorite things about this whole like pool complex that they have is yeah. not only do they have the lost city pool with the huge mayan temple right. um and they also have like mayan calligraphy ruin iconography I, yeah. I'm not quite sure what the correct yeah. phrase would be. That sounds um, right. In the pool, like itself, like embedded in the pool mm-hmm. floor, and yeah. it's very immersive. They also have the explorers' playground attached to it, which is okay. known as the dig site right Um, which actually the whole thing is like a dig site right yeah it includes it actually includes an archaeological air quotations dig sandbox and the theming around there like i've actually gone backpacking through mayan ruins in a couple different a couple different ruins and they have spot On not only put up the you know the carvings, but they even have the old Mayan version of uh basketball, like they have one of those hoops on the wall. And I don't think you can play with it, but they do like the actual like stone brick wall, yeah, and the circular hoop. And if you have ever watched uh Road to El Dorado, not Disney, um, they have a uh, reference to how to play that in that movie which is really neat yeah. so i loved that callback of the actual mayan heritage
1: yeah to yep. the
0: property i mean it's it's so much fun and there's splash pad and everything is just amazing in that area
1: yeah absolutely um Hair wrap services. I don't actually know what this
0: is. So that's that's a girl thing. So okay, um, sorry. There, it's okay. You know how when in the 90s early aughts when we would go on Caribbean vacations girls would sometimes come back with braided hair cornrowed hair or what they would call wrapped hair which is basically thread being wrapped around your hair in pretty colors and so they'd have this like strand of um, not work around yeah Mm -hmm. that's what hair wrapping is and I'm not sure if they're still doing it due to COVID but I know at one point in time they did offer the hair wrapping services right at the dig site pool dig area site.
1: okay okay
0: which is something um, i've never seen before I offered at a disney yeah, resort so i resort wanted area. to at least be like hey so if, if you want to feel like you just came back from a mexican vacation you know mexico ma- vacation <laughs>
1: come back right, with the
0: right with, with a can... little hairdo go for yeah.
1: it yeah um then there's the iguana arcade which i'm assuming is just an our. Arc- cade <laughs> yeah
0: um they have the la vida health club and this was an addition i believe when they did grandestino and it's the first fitness center in a moderate as well wow. as casa del beliza beauty by, salon
1: i think it's by byesa because it's two l's but it's been a long time since i've taken spanish
0: yeah, I, I never took uh, Spanish and I don't that's fair. I try not to botch it, but yeah, um, okay. normally they don't have a salon or spa or health club option in a moderate. That's something right. that you would normally have with a deluxe resort. So this is actually right. a pretty, pretty big perk for being able to offer these services at moderate prices. Right, right. Um,
1: and then there is La Marina, which is... The marina. What? What? Uh, So you've got, you know, you can get rental boats, uh, water cycle, pedal boat things, uh, kayaks, paddle boats, fishing and fishing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even notice that until you pointed out. I just kind of (laughs) skipped over that extra. Um, And so there's all able to get, you know, some watercraft out onto the water and kind of explore that a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. I know they offer volleyball courts. They do have uh, tabletop, um, like ping pong and those sorts of things. I'm sure you can go ahead and, uh, they have a rental area to be able to get sure. things like paddles and that sort of stuff. Sure, um, they sure. also have a white sand beach since they mm. are around a lake, but that being said, no swimming. This right. is Florida. Fresh water equals alligators. Gators. And we had this conversation in past episodes, episodes. where yep. you are not allowed any longer to go swimming. So you can go sit on the sandy beach. Right. They probably have <laughs> chairs. Yes. You, you can, can watch, you know, the sunset. Yeah. But you are not allowed to swim.
1: Yep. Exactly. So there's that. There is a jogging trail, uh, which I'm assuming is just a paved path along the lake, is my guess. Um, And then as well as bike rental, which I'm sure is probably also used on that trail as well.
0: Probably. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, The only transportation to Disney parks or anything from here are buses. And you're going to find that a common theme from this point forward, with the exception of just a couple But primarily, you're going to rely on buses to take you anywhere at this point in time.
1: And that was um, when I was young. That was like the deciding factor when my parents were trying to... It was one of our first long Disney vacations. And they were trying to figure out with transit, they were like, do we want to stay? You know, we want to stay to moderate. And they ended up going with... There was availability at both Coronado and Port Orleans French Quarter. And they went with French Quarter because there was a little bit of boat travel for some things. And that was enough for them to like put them over the edge to that one instead. Whereas Coronado is kind of far flung. Like it's over in the animal kingdom resort area. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that. Yeah. Yeah. When, so you're, a lot of, when a lot you're taking of, like, the
0: Disney magical express, um, normally they have a stop there too. Yeah. If the numbers are too low, they'll sure drop they'll off at both. both locations.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's a, uh, it's in an area that's not really close to much except for animal kingdom. So y- you're going to be having a little bit longer rides. Um, everywhere else you go, just kind of like Animal Kingdom Lodge can be the same way yeah. that way,
0: yeah, so just a couple more little trivia facts that we have for you. This is Disney's largest convention resort, and it's featuring one of the largest single level convention centers on the East Coast. Whoa, so not just Disney on the entire East Coast, which I thought was pretty pretty large. yeah,
1: that's pretty crazy, yeah. Um, so then the entire property, and we were saying this a little bit before, um, since it's the, uh, unlike a lot of other resorts, it wraps on the entire thing. And it's, they they named this, I'm assuming it's a man-made lake, I'd have to assume. No, probably, probably. Yeah. Um, lake Lago Dorado, which is the, uh, it's a 22, 22 acre lake. So that's all pretty pretty big and so the the resort kind of just wraps all the way around it
0: yeah it lets you just know just how big this singular resort actually is as far as scale goes right um and then the final one that i'll give you is this is the only moderate resort with a club level yeah i was surprised to see that yeah most of the time you're only able to see those at deluxe and not even every deluxe resort offers club level um but it this one does, and it comes with the standard club-level perks. So you're going to have your own private floor where you need to have special um, key, key yeah. and or magic band access to get you to. There's a lounge. There's normally refreshments, food and beverage pre-COVID that was offered. Right now with COVID, they're not offering that. So club-level is kind of a waste of your money, right. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> right, But. Right when it is fully functioning again you can get a club level um benefit at moderate-ish prices so that's not bad too right that's pretty cool yeah Yeah. that is our coronado springs overview yeah indeed is it what you thought ian um well
1: at this point And granted, like the last time I actually like did any research on Coronado Springs was prior to the update. So it's a much different resort than it was at that time. But I think Mm -hmm. my perspective may have shifted on, you know, I'd always kind of written it off. And now I need to rethink that because it's actually looks like a really neat place to stay.
0: Definitely. Or at the very least, when we go down, you know, seeing if we can get a reservation at Toledo. That was one thing that I was trying to do last, not last year. (sighs) Sorry, COVID years trying to years. pretend that right. it didn't exist. Um, right, right. 2019, when I was there, I had a reservation, but then I canceled it because it was just going to be me. Okay. And I wanted to share it with someone. Right, right. So, I mean, it wasn't, I, I, I'm not afraid to go eat by myself. but. Right. It, for that like sort of experience i wanted to you know i wanted to share it with someone so yeah. the next time we go down maybe maybe we'll put that on our our maybe list we have so many food options that we want to
1: try at some point i know crazy
0: yeah all right so this has been wd carousel of podcast my name crystal and i'm ian and we hope you have I a great big beautiful ian, tomorrow like every bye everybody there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away